Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that. It is not just me. Today, let's talk about feeling slightly nervous when it comes to sharing your experiences or speaking up, maybe presenting, um, getting in front of other people. I often encounter this when I'm writing for LinkedIn and I'm writing about my experiences and there's almost like this little sign that the thing that I'm going to share will resonate but I always get that moment of "Mm, I don't know Um, and I guess that is my little signal I suppose that it's okay to share this and there's a risk maybe inherent in sharing it so I wrote a piece which I think I spoke about on the podcast which touched on how access to maternity services or the um interactions that you have with people will be colored by how you speak and how you present yourselves and I shared how for me when I had my kids uh, so I was 31 when I had our daughter and then 33 when I had our son and by that point I had established um, a really successful career what felt successful to me Um, I was in a place of financial stability I was in a place of emotional stability there were lots of things that I had achieved that I wanted to achieve so with that comes confidence and I guess um, comfort and so when I um, went to like um, antenatal classes I knew that national childbirth childbirth national child oh my god national childbirth trust existed and i had the means to pay for it and i'm telling you going to nct classes is light years away from nhs antenatal classes and i wrote about this and how my experience had been good and the way that i was spoken to was very um respectful uh, for want of a better term but i was able to speak to the people providing my care in such a way that i felt informed and i felt empowered and i felt that i could ask what i wanted and this was contrasted with the experience of one of my brother's former partners where she was shouted at by a midwife i took her into hospital because we'd been out celebrating my birthday years ago Uh, i think i was 24 at the time and the midwife shouted at this young woman for wearing black knickers. How do you know if you've if you've had a show? And then she got shouted at again for not carrying her notes. And, you know, for me, it was like, oh, carry your notes with you at all time. But my uh, experience into um, becoming pregnant and going on that whole process of becoming mother was entirely different to hers. And she had gone into pregnancy extremely young and didn't have access to the same level of finances or anything that I had. And she was spoken down to and shouted at, at a point where she felt like she was about to give birth. Um, 
And as I've got older, I've noticed that these things really do matter and count and they do happen. And I think someone put it really well today. They put a comment on my post saying, look, it's hard to talk about these things when you are the person that's received the positive treatment. And I think that's something that I've always struggled with. Historically, it was, oh, I'm so guilty. I feel so guilty. I feel so guilty that my life is not as hard as some of my family members, but that doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't help anybody. So I did post about access to maternity care. And then I wrote a post this morning um, that lots of people have responded to where I was reflecting on calm confidence versus having the gift of the gab. Um, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to read it to you and you can tell me what you think. So calm confidence versus the gift of the gab. My experience of growing up in a working class community is that having the gift of the gab was seen as a huge asset, being able to rapidly establish rapport, being quick, being witty and having a thick skin so you can get by in the rough and tumble of everyday life. You've got to graft, got graft, got to put yourself forward and crucially not take yourself too seriously. This was a lesson that I took to heart, being nicknamed Mouth of the South, thank you Chris, by one classmate and told you never did stop talking by an uncle, thank you Dean. My background meant that I thrived in sales environments, although I did struggle to develop that thick skin and found dealing with disagreement very hard and I did find it extremely hard. I would become very defensive and I guess feel under attack, uh, took it too personally. As I moved into the corporate world, I found that what would be viewed as rough edges were being smoothed off and professionalized to the extent where I could operate at levels I wouldn't have gained access to before. Compare this to the example of a conversation I had with a privately educated young person. They were eloquent, calm, and put their point across with ease and confidence and without arrogance. Disagreement was not met with defensiveness, <laughs> which I would have done, but with even-tempered curiosity, it struck me that before this young person had reached the age of 18, they can already conduct themselves in a way that I didn't learn until I was well into my 20s. And that experience highlighted to me something that doesn't get widely spoken about in the context of private schooling. You hear a lot about first-class sporting facilities, guaranteed small class sizes and outstanding results but what isn't articulated is that polish in the same way that it is bad form to talk about money you probably wouldn't want to advertise that you're offering distinct soft advantages so what can we do I hope by offering a perspective as someone who grew up working class and disadvantaged to raising their children in a solidly middle class environment where their peer group and family connections range from shopping trolleys on the front lawn to tennis courts in the back garden, we could acknowledge the differences that exist and how some young people have much farther to travel before entering the world of work. So there you are. And I did think before I published it, I was like, oh, is it the right thing to do? Is it the right thing to talk about? But I think it is. Um, and there's been lots and lots of times in the past few years. I mean, and even going back to when I wrote Reasons to be Cheerful Part One, there have been so many realizations that I have come to where you notice that 
there are certain things that help people to get ahead and some people will never understand what it's like to not have um, advantage or not have financial stability or not have that confidence and that is not the fault of those people because um, you you don't unless you see it you you may not really understand it so you know I mean God the the examples we're seeing at the moment and I guess the question is whether you are open to understanding other people's circumstances and going wow you know that's outside of me my experience and I'm interested to learn more and see how if there is some prejudice or unfairness at play here how can we prevent that I think you know we all have a responsibility to be curious about the world to be curious about each other and if we see that there is unfairness I do think that we have a responsibility to talk about that and highlight it and then see what we can do about it because that stops us having businesses where everyone looks talks and acts the same that gives us organizations that are more representative um, and it stops people from being excluded from opportunities purely because of where they were born or how they grew up so I hope that maybe you took something from this um, I hope that if there's something that you feel nervous about talking about because it matters to you that you take that little sense of nervousness as a sign what do they call it gut instinct isn't it take that as your gut saying to you this is important to you so you can talk about it um, and in doing that we do find other people that can relate to us or want to help us or might spread that message even further so that's that for today um and that's what i hope for you if you've enjoyed this episode please give it a share i will be back with you tomorrow bye bye